For those of you who listened to the podcast a few weeks ago, you will remember me saying that I was going to put an offer on my Month to Manifest program. Month to Manifest is the easiest manifestation course on the market right now. My intention when creating this course was allow it to be easy, simple, time efficient, like I'm not about things that take me a lot of time or I just won't do them. So this requires at the most five minutes of your time a day to be able to really hone your intentions on a daily basis. And not only that, one of the things we have done is to create a community of like-minded people where we meet once a month on a live and we set our intentions for the month ahead. It is so powerful and you'll get to meet those like-minded people who share in your joy and in your love of manifestations and we all lift each other up. It is so amazing. I love it and I would love you to join. One of the things that I have always wanted to do as well is to make this affordable and not only is it affordable every day but I am also giving you a discount on that right now. All you have to do is DM me the word manifest on Instagram and I will send you the unique discount code. Come and join us. Welcome to the Unbreakable Mindset Podcast, your burst of weekly inspiration to keep your mindset on track to manifest your greatest desires. I am Jude Don't, your host, a world-renowned mindset coach, helping my clients and now you, the listener, to break free of the mental struggle, find contentment, meaning and purpose in your life. Welcome back to the Unbreakable Mindset Podcast. It's great to have you all listening. Thank you so much for those who fed back about last week's episode and when it had landed just when they needed it to, to help them with their fears around the thing that they're looking to manifest. Um, I'm loving having the questions that keep coming in, so please keep sending them and I will be answering them on the weeks when I don't have guests. So before I introduce the guest, um, first of all, it was recorded when I had my croggy voice. Um, So hence why you're getting a different intro and outro to it. But just at this time of year where we're kind of, we're still halfway through the year, some people are going on holiday um, and some people might have just got back from holidays um, or you're wishing you could go on holiday, whatever it is. I think it's a really, it can be a really tough time for those who are struggling with mindset, um, either because you come back from holiday and you kind of realise that things haven't really changed and you're just feeling a bit frustrated or flat around where you are right now. Um, if you are excited about going on holiday, then you won't be feeling like that. Um, but yeah, just to kind of remind it that just to go deep, if you're not feeling great right now, and you're listening to this and you're feeling flat and you're looking for some inspiration, go deep on where your struggle is right now and think about what actions you can take to overcome that, okay? Actions will always overtake the mindset. You can't change the mind with the mind, but you can change it with action. So think about what you need to do to feel good. Is it just meeting up with friends? Is it... um, doing the ugly thing on your list? Is it 
looking to change your job, whatever it is, go deep, honestly. Every time I have a client that comes to me and they're struggling with their anxious thoughts, there is always something at the end of that anxiety. There's always something at the end of that thread. We don't wake up and just become anxious. Our bodies don't work like that. They are giving us an indication that something in our life is not quite right and there's something that we're unhappy about. And it takes us time to be able to focus on that, to figure out what we need to do to overcome it, take action, work around it. So yeah, just a lovely, gentle little reminder that you have control over whatever is going on for you right now. And you absolutely can take action in spite of it or to get to whatever it is you're trying to achieve. fantastic guest for you I wanted to get someone on who could talk about this subject and I thought about it only a few weeks ago and I was thinking who do I know who do I know and then I was like oh my god I do know somebody who can talk about this subject very very well and the beautiful part of this conversation is is that we've we've not had the although I know the lady that I'm going to bring on. We've never had these conversations um, outside of what we're going to talk about now in terms of on the podcast for you guys. So I'm going to be learning as we are going, just like you guys are, when we start to talk about the subject, which is breathwork. And the person that I've managed to get on the podcast this week, who is perfectly pitched to talk about this is Mel who's at Breathgal on um, Instagram and it's Mel Lacey Futrell and she is um, a breath breath coach Mel is that right yes yeah Yeah, breath breath coach coach, Um, I was looking for somebody to um, come on board a a program that I had out early last year and somebody put me in touch with Mel and then we've kind of had you know a few messages back and forward um, but never a chance to speak one-to-one so this is totally my pleasure to have Mel on the podcast so thank you very much Mel. Thank you for having me. Oh you're more than welcome so tell me then right so standard questions that I've got in my head that I want answers to first of all how long have you been doing breath work? So, um, well, I came to Breathwork, I think it was around 10 years ago. I'm not actually trained, but it's when I first came upon it. And a a really old school friend of mine was training um, under something called transformational breath. And uh, she asked me to be uh, one of her case studies. So that's how I first came to Breathwork. And I'd never heard of it, didn't know what to expect. And uh, yeah, I had a session with her and I was like, oh wow, <laughs> what was that? I never knew that I could feel like that, just changing my breath. Um, so that's how I first came upon it. And then I attended a few of her retreats after she graduated. And the more I got into it, the more I was like, this could be something special. And um, through various things in my life, I'd been through, I'd been uh, been to loads of different types of therapies, um, such as EMDR and counselling and that type of thing. 
which had all been absolutely amazing and really had their place. But when I did this type of breath work, I just started feeling different um, in my brain. And uh, and then I met another lady that lives near me in Brighton who runs courses. And yeah, that's where my journey started. So that was about five years ago now um, that I trained. And then since then, I've been doing lots of other training just to um, add in to different types of breath work because I don't think lots of people know this, but there's so many different types of breath work out there that can be for different parts of your life so you know for physical things emotional things um spiritual things there's lots of different breath work out there for you wow so tell me then in terms of being a practitioner and i i I, I poked at this just before we came on on to recording and then i was almost like i don't want to ask you anything else because i want to know on the podcast (laughs) but i think my question to you is what what do people come to you for? Why would somebody go, oh my God, I need a breath coach? Is it generally because they've heard about someone else, but then being like, what is the thing that they want to solve, overcome or deal with through the breath work? Okay, so I would definitely um, split my answer for this question into kind of two categories. Um, So the first category would be for functional um, breath work kind of coaching. And by that, I mean, um, they come to me for things such as sleep apnea, um, for snoring, um, for asthma, um, people that are recovering from long COVID um, or just after they've had COVID as well. Um, So all of those kind of fall under the sort of functional breath work side of things. And then the other side of things, I have a lot of people come to me for um, dealing with situations um, that are more emotional. So for anxiety, for stress, uh, panic attacks, um, for removing kind of old patterns of behaviour that they can't seem to work through and they're not sure how. And they've heard of kind of body work because breath work kind of falls under body work. And yeah, and so that that's the two kind of categories that I see different people for. And the other thing that I'd asked you was, because obviously um, the, the whole podcast is around manifestation and mindset work. When, when they're wanting to do and release blocks, how does, give us an explanation of how that works. Like I'm a complete novice when it comes to breath work, although I do try and do breath work when I'm doing my meditations. But whether that that's literally just me making it up in terms of like really deep, <laughs> long breaths that I kind of hold and release. But t- tell me a little bit about, oh God, I, f- I feel like I know nothing. So therefore I'm not sure the right questions to ask. Tell me if you were going to describe what does breath work do for somebody? What does mm-hmm. the process of breath do? Because obviously, you know, if we were going to learn this in biology, um, then it is literally to, mm-hmm. to put oxygen in your lungs and circulate it around your body. But tell me why breath work mm-hmm. is so important to do all of the things that you've just said and the reasons why people come to you. Okay, so um, again, it kind of, it's split into various kind of categories, what the breath can do for you. Um, If I kind of concentrate on the type of breath work that people come to me to kind of release those blockages, that might be best. So um, that type of breath work. So let's start with how we get kind of stuck emotions within our bodies. I think that would be a great place to start. So 
about 90% of us have a you know a breathing dysfunction of some kind and you know that can be anything to short shallow breath to sucking our bellies in when we breathe to using our shoulders to breathe um, lots of um, tension around the jaw and in our belly and this can create lots and lots of different dysfunctions and why do these things happen well you know, when we're born, we have this beautiful baby's breath. You know, it's it's north, south, east, west, 360 degree breath. You know, you just got to look at a baby or a toddler with a beautiful pot belly. You know, you can just see there's no, you know, breath holding, for example. And you, know, you look at them and that's just beautiful, right? Um, no trapped emotions per se, you know, when you're born, apart from being born. Um, but yeah, then you go to school and then it's sit still. Uh, don't move, be quiet, don't express your emotion, that type of thing. Um, When we sit down, we create tension around the diaphragm, especially as we sit there all day and we should be moving around. And then we're told to not express ourselves as much as we were when we were babies, you know, and then we go to teenagehood and as women, you know, we might wear clothes, even men to be honest, that um, hold tightness around our belly so we can't breathe into our belly fully. Um, and then lots of other things happen. So we might go through various stresses, various traumas. And when we do this, it starts affecting our breath. So for example, if you didn't say what you wanted to say in front of your kids or to your partner, you might clench your jaw, for example. Now, if you do that now, if you clench your jaw, you should feel some tightness immediately around your diaphragm. So this creates tension in the body and all of these things just add on and add on and add on you know so by the time we're in our late 20s we most of us generally have quite a dysfunctional breathing pattern Um, but what does this relate to what you asked well this um, tension in our body is related to emotions so emotions um, go hand in hand with our breath so for example if you're angry or stressed you're more likely to be in your upper chest breathing really short shallow breaths Um, kind of panicky breaths and over breaths and the tensions created in the body so that's the emotion that creates that breath now and that emotion can then get trapped kind of within the fascia within the body in the tension within the body and all these stories and all these tensions get held within the body Um, and with the type of breath work that I do that that you know release these tensions um, what happens is is our our body really is in the driving seat you know um, that our body tells our brain 80% of its messages through the nervous system so our body is in that driving seat to releasing it's like it's why you can't talk yourself out of calming yourself down you know your body has to feel calm for your brain to feel calm it's that way around and most people think it's you know it's brain to body and that's why breathwork works in releasing those tensions because what we do is a type of breathwork that gets you out of your thinking brainwave state from your better to your setter and then using various accoutrements that I use in that type of breathwork with acupressure and massage and affirmations and a, a particular type of breathwork this then can start releasing tension within the body and sometimes within that the emotions get released and lots of clients will say you know I don't even know what I was upset about or why I felt angry and this is because with this breath work we just start releasing things from the body without even knowing so some people might get you know twitches in their hands or a bit of shaking in their body where the body is just taking over and just releasing so that's why that type of breath work works for that type of release 
I hope that explains. Yeah, I, yeah, it does. And, and it's a tough one, breathwork, isn't it? Like for, for you to describe what it does, because I think when mm. I, I know I, um, I was part of a, I think there was a retreat day that I was on. It was a virtual retreat and they brought in a breath coach and they did a, a session with us, like virtually. And I remember sat in sobbing in my office yeah, throughout yeah. the process. Yeah. I wasn't sad before I went into mm. it. Um, I definitely felt a bit of relief when I came out of it. Um, mm-hmm. But there was it was it was so strange. And 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 anyone who's listening who's listened to Stephen Bartlett's um, Diary of CEO podcast. I talk about this one a lot, but then that's just because it's the number one podcast, so I presume everyone listens to it. But his girlfriend is a breath coach. So he's been talking about it. Like, just, he kind of drops it in. He's not, like, sat talking about it loads. But he has dropped it in that he's talked about it, and he said it's one of the most powerful experiences he's ever done. Because he, and when he did it, and he wasn't expecting anything. He was expecting so little from the process. Like, he was almost just doing it. That's because the body takes <laughs> yeah. over. It's, it's a thing. That's the thing. It's that the body takes over. You don't have a choice, you know. There, there's nowhere to hide with the breath. Because once the breath is in the driving seat, yeah. you know, the body takes over. That's what I was saying is the body, you know, is in the driving seat when it comes to the breath. Uh, you know, we don't have any choice of, of how we react and what is released. And, you know, and that's why it's so powerful. And is there, is there a specific what's the best way to, to, to uh, this sounds like the re- most ridiculous question but I'm sure I've heard a podcast <laughs> where this is all this guy talked about was the best way to breathe like mm. if we're sat working mm. and, and and we're not co- because yeah, breath so, isn't a conscious yeah. thing is it it's a completely <laughs> yep. subconscious thing so if you were going to say to me Jude well, this, this, is, this is the way you should mm. breathe mm. how should I be breathing mm-hmm. yep yeah, well, I love what you just said about, you know, the conscious and unconscious, because our breath is literally the only bodily function that we can do consciously and also happens unconsciously. Yeah. So everything else in our body is one or the other, apart from our breath, which again, is why it's so powerful, because we can, can take control like a hack of how we're feeling by changing how we breathe, which blows my mind but anyway going back to your original question so we've been talking about kind of deep kind of releasing breath work which is very very different to how you should breathe on a day-to-day basis and how you should breathe well so this is that's a very different thing so on a day-to-day basis uh, number one is we should be breathing through our nose Um, our you know We should never be breathing through our mouth on a day-to-day basis. So there's various types of breathing exercises that you can breathe through your mouth for, but on a day-to-day basis, it's nose, nose, nose. It cleans the air, it cools the air, it warms the air, um, it creates this lovely magic molecule called nitric oxide, which is a vasodilator, so it makes us breathe more clearly. When we breathe through our nose, there's a a 50% um, increase um, with breathing through the diaphragm. So our diaphragm is stronger when we breathe through the diaphragm than when we breathe through the mouth. Um, So that's my number one on day-to-day breathing. Um, Number two, we should be breathing um, north, south, east, west and using our diaphragm. 
Now, a lot in yoga, you'll hear, you know, belly breathing, belly breathing, you know, that type of um, um, terminology. But actually, we should be breathing from the diaphragm. And when we breathe from the diaphragm, our bellies do um, come into play and our belly rises naturally when we breathe from the diaphragm. Now, our breath pattern is so unique. It's, you know, like a thumbprint for everybody. We all have our own unique breathing pattern, but we're mostly split into two categories, which is mostly um, a belly breath um, or a chest breath. Uh, When we're in our bellies, that's really nice because we are using our diaphragm. Um, But we also want to be in chest as well. We want that 360 degrees um, baby's breath. If you're in your chest, you're more likely to have short, shallow breathing. So you're more likely to feel anxious or nervous or stressed than when you're down in your belly. So using your diaphragm and making sure you get some movement around the diaphragm and that lateral expansion, we should be breathing well here. Uh, Most of us do breathe too quickly. So on average, um, I think we breathe about 12 to 15 um, breaths per minute. But I think that's a lot higher based on all the clients that I have. And we should be breathing really low, really slow and really deep, but not kind of big gulps of air because that's something else. That means we're breathing too much, which actually is another dysfunction. Um, so, yeah, there's there's lots of lots and lots of dysfunctions. Um, but, you know, with daily breathwork practice, you know, and you can fit that in throughout your day. So when I work with clients. I work with how um, their their day is, you know, at the the desk a lot, are they out and about a lot? And we we fit exercises in to make sure that they can do them throughout the day. So, yeah, so nasal breathing, um, diaphragm breathing and kind of slow, low and deep breaths is the kind of day to day breathing well, I would say. So with that then, oh my God, where's my question gone? Because there was so much that I was trying to take in and then I was like, oh, all right, okay, I know what it was. When you said, because every time, you, and I'm sure everyone who's listening to this is is doing this as you're talking because it's a natural response because you then focus on the breath. So you're like, oh, am I breathing through my nose? And then you start breathing through your nose and then you started talking about the diaphragms and I'm like, is my da- is my tummy going out? Is it in? And it's like, I'm trying to take in all of that and then I forgot the question. <laughs> the question was, you said something around yep. um, breathing north, east, south and west. I, uh, explain that because mm. that, that means nothing to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so if you imagine, you know, the pot-bellied toddler... Yes. And they have that, you know, full bodied breath, you know, and as I was saying earlier, when we grow up, we start pulling the tummy in, you know, so that we don't have that full, you know, bodied breath within us. And when we start um, growing up, I actually noticed it with my children, actually, um, you know, when they were started secondary school, that they started instead of like horizontally breathing, they started um, breathing vertically. So the breath was kind of going up and down instead of out. So if you imagine um, standing in a, a hula hoop or a dinghy, for example, and then you want to be breathing in all directions to reach all sides of that hula hoop or that dinghy. So you want to, your belly wants to be rising on the inhale towards that, your um, rib cage, and you can place both your hands either side of your rib cage now if you're listening. And when you inhale, see if you can feel that east and west movement into your hands. And most of us don't have a huge amount of movement here. We've forgotten to breathe that way. 
But when we breathe in, you know, our rib cage, you know, is expanding. But most of us um, have quite um, tight ribs and the muscles intercostals between those ribs can be quite tight as well if we don't um, stretch or move too much in our day to day. So we want to be imagining the rib cage expanding on the inhale and contracting on the exhale. And then moving to the back, we have the largest surface area of our lungs on the back. And again, people just forget this as well. So again, when you're breathing in, just imagine the breath moving into your back. Um, and you can really feel this if anyone does yoga, if you lay in child's pose and when you inhale, you can actually really feel the movement of the breath in the lower back when you do that movement. So that's what I'm talking about when I talk about north, south, east, west is the whole body of the breath, the whole barrel of the breath should be moving, you know, when we inhale and exhale. Um, but, you know, unfortunately, it just doesn't happen. You know, people hold their breath, especially when they're stressed. That's a really common thing these days when people are on their phones or on their computers that they hold their breath a lot um, or they just breathe up in their chest or really short, shallow breaths or over breaths. And I, and I, I, I so I did exactly what you said there. So I had my hands on my chest as I was breathing, and then I put my hands on my back as I was breathing, and that absolutely made sense now in terms of the northeast, south, and west. Um, and 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 what you said there in terms of obviously yoga, we start doing it thinking it's more about movement, but actually yoga is once you get good at it, it should be more about concentrating on the breath, shouldn't it? In terms of that core breath work, will. It will, will massively support your yoga experience, but it also it is around that kind of wellness piece on the breath as well. Yeah, I mean, um, it, yeah, I mean, totally. It, I think what yoga really does and helps um, with the breath is making you more aware. And it's my number one tip that I give to anyone, you know, if they're completely brand new to even hearing about breath work and breath coaching is awareness. So I love that you bring that up because that's exactly what yoga does. It brings about awareness of the breath to the body and what it can do for you. So being breath aware really is just checking in, seeing where the breath is in your body. So for example, now, if you just sit there, make sure your mouth is closed and you're sitting comfortably and just notice the breath entering your nostrils. And you can just do that and just notice is the air warm on the and when you inhale or cool on the inhale and then compare that to the exhale is the breath cool or is it warm on the exhale how far down in your body can you feel your breath so by that i mean can you feel the breath at the back of your throat going down your throat can you feel the breath in your chest can you feel the breath in your belly so just by witnessing the breath and being breath aware, that's probably one of my first tips, because the more aware we are of our breath, the more we're realising what the breath can do when we are feeling anxious or stressed or calm. And our breath has um, is a really strong connection to our nervous system. And this is why we can hack our breath to change how we feel. So there's two parts of our nervous system, our parasympathetic part and our sympathetic part, which basically means when we're feeling really, really anxious or stressed, we're in our sympathetic part of our nervous system. And when we're calm, we're in our parasympathetic nervous system. So when we're breathing low and slow and deep, we're in that really calm part of our nervous system. And when we're stressed, we're in the opposite. So that's what I mean about hacking the system. We can do really long, slow, deep breathing and that can trick our body into feeling calm yeah and do you know what it's funny because you said something at the start of this and I thought wow this is what I tell clients but 
I guess what I'd never really focused on was the fact that breath calms us down. So one thing that I always say to clients is when you feel you're in that high tension moment and you can feel, I don't know, the tightening of the chest, however anxiety shows up for you, I always say break the thought by focusing on your um on the anxiety which is normally in the chest so therefore we tend to the best way is to breathe through it and and kind of push your chest out and and release that tension so that you're not focused on the thought you've disconnected from thought so therefore you've removed the emotion and then you can go back to it and I guess I've never said it in the way where you're now which is perfect what you said you said it's you said something about brain to body rather than body to brain yeah and it's sh- yeah, so we exactly, should be going yeah. body to brain. Is that what you meant? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yes, a hundred percent. What I meant. Um, you know, I was saying about you know, um, it's called bottom up treatment wow. basically, um, which means uh, it means the body to the brain. So it's it's the bodies in the driving yeah. seat that you know the body sends the messages via the nervous system. Eighty percent of the body to yeah. the brain, and it's twenty percent from the brain yeah. to the body. So you know, when you are feeling anxious, you are feeling stressed. First, be aware, where is my breath? How is that, you know, how is that for me now when I'm feeling like that? And then you can do um, some breathing exercises. So you can, they're kind of split into um, upregulating breath exercise. So giving yourself energy, balancing breath exercise. So giving yourself some focus. And then you've got down-regulating breath exercise that can put you into that really calm parasynthetic state. So when you are anxious or stressed, you know, you do a nice balance exercise. So say you're going to go and do, you know, talk on stage or, you know, something, a presentation at work or something. You could do a nice balanced breathing technique. And then if you're really stressed or really anxious, then you can do a down regulating exercise. So what I mean by down regulating is I mean, generally speaking, is we double the length of our exhale. So when we double the length of our exhale, that tricks our body into going into the part of the nervous system that makes us feel calm, that rest and digest state. So for example, depending on your lung capacity, and it varies from person to person, you would do a lovely slow inhale for three, and then a lovely slow exhale for six. Or if that's quite easy for you, you can inhale four, exhale eight, or inhale five, exhale 10. And that clicks on that part of your nervous system that will make you feel really calm and completely soothe you and get you out of that kind of anxious stress state that you're in at the time. And the other thing that I was thinking about as well, because I was thinking about all the things that I wanted to ask you that I don't know the answers to. So I know that, is Kundalini, is that breath work or is that yoga? Yeah, uh, well, that's a, that's that's a mixture. There's there's Kundalini um, yeah. breath work, and there's a really nice energ- energizing Kundalini uh, breathing exercise, which actually is a great one to do um, instead of using. Um, coffee or that type of sort of stimulant first thing in the morning um or in the afternoon um and it's um yeah it just it kind of awakens um awareness but it has that physical benefit as well so i'm just going to explain a kundalini breath exercise to you so you could have a go so what you're going to do um standing up um I'm, you can do it seated but it's well, obviously better, i'm going to stand up now because you told us um, speaking yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay it is better standing and i just thought actually you're seated so yeah standing up and just raising your arms up as you inhale and then on your exhale you're going to move your arms down 
I'd say moderately hard, but not so you hurt yourself. And so your arms come down and then the top of your arms are gonna hit the side of your rib cage, which pushes that the lower lobes of our lungs, that energy, that stale um, air that's in the bottom part of our lungs out. Um, because most of us actually breathe just really in kind of the top half, if that, of our lungs which is actually um, where the sort of stressed part of our nervous system lies and the lower part of our lungs is the calm bit. So we're gonna do it a few times. So if you raise your arms up, inhaling, exhaling, move your arms down and bash the side, each side of your ribcage. And then we'll do it a few times. And you can do this quite quick or you can slow it down if you're finding it difficult, but you can really go for it and go really quite quickly. And you can do this sort of 10, 20, 30 times and you'll really notice a difference in your energy levels for just yeah. shifting that lower part of the air from the bottom part of your lungs. So what? So, so, okay, so I'm definitely going to do that after I get off this podcast as well. Because <laughs> I don't think I could... I don't know how we person would do this hear me doing that. Um, the bre- what's the breath of fire? Because that's... Is that the really quick, 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 quick? Yes, it is. Yeah, and I really, I really enjoy doing breath of fire as well. Um, it's one of those exercises that... Um, I would probably say you should do it with a, a breath mm-hmm. coach as opposed to um, you, you doing it as now. As opposed to watching but, Russell um, Brand is, on a YouTube a, video, which is how uh, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but it's a for, it's a forced exhalation. Um, and it can, you know, create fire and create energy. Um, and I do really enjoy it. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd probably do that with someone because you Makes can really lightheaded. You can it? feel quite of lightheaded. Yeah. yeah, it does. Yeah, I was literally yeah. about to say that you can feel quite lightheaded. So there's lots of. I think that's the one thing I'd say about breathwork actually because it's kind of really um, exploded. You know, since COVID, um, there's been a lot more interest yeah. in it. And I think that's the thing is, you know, lots of people are accessing it, you know, on YouTube and, and all of these different ways you can access it, which is absolutely brilliant. And then obviously Wim Hof just had his series on television with brought even more attention to it. And they're even doing a film on that. And if anybody doesn't know who Wim Hof is, he's um, very kind of famous in the breathwork community. He's a real character. He's he is to do with you know swimming in ice. Yeah, I thought he was just the cold water guy. Finding that with breath. I didn't work. know he was the breath guy. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, you know, yeah, he's the breath guy, and um, but yeah, he's very famous, and he's he's so charismatic, and he's brought you know a lot of attention to the breathwork um world, which is absolutely fantastic. But I think what I would say is you know anyone interested in um you know, looking at breathwork and how it could help them is to definitely seek, you know, a a breath coach um, and someone that's gone through quite a lot of training online Mm. and face to face, because again, there's lots of breathwork training out there that's just, you know, a few months and, you know, and people are just, you know, just doing that. And there's so much to to it. it. And especially that deep breathwork. And it can really affect you know it affects your body you can feel lightheaded and and dizzy and you know I just you know it just would say you know really contact a a breath coach and I think it's like anything really you know like you know like um you know working with you know you for example it's um everybody works with you know the right person so just go and you know have a few chats with a few breath coaches until you find somebody that you you know you would like to work with um and do it safely um because they'll know what what you want to achieve so then they can put a program together um to you know get to the goals that you're looking for why would somebody do that breath of fire when would you put it into a practice um, well, it's, it's, it's um i would do that um as a energetic right, okay. one so as as it creates energy um so in the morning 
um, or in the afternoon when you're feeling tired. So yeah, it's it's that it's that type of breath work. It's so that would be in a program when someone says, you know, I don't want to drink coffee or I really struggle with energy. But you know, it's a great breathify is yeah. great. You know, it can um, reduce stress and boost brain function. It proves respiratory health. Um, you're strengthening abdominal muscles, improving digestion. Like most breathing exercises have a vaster range of benefits that mm-hmm. they share. Um, so yeah, I mean, breathify is great. It is it's a good exercise. And what sort of? Uh, I'm literally just throwing the questions at you. Um, what sort of? What sort of programs do you offer? So like, if somebody was like, I want to go. On, if somebody wanted to know a little bit more about what you do. What What would you see in terms of the different? It's so hard because if somebody said to me, "What do you help with?" I guess from a niche point of view, where do you focus the most on supporting people with breath work? Like why would somebody, would they get a program with you? Is it just one session? Like how does the process work and what are they going to gain from it? Obviously my audience is very much manifestation and mindset. Mm -hmm. Tell me how I can Mm -hmm. support that. Yeah. Yeah. So in that respect, um, with manifestation and, and mindset, you know, I think there's often blocks in the way of, you know, creating that manifestation um, in, in the mind and you can get to that through the body, you know. So with the type of breath work that we're talking about in, you know, releasing trapped emotions and, t- and trapped tensions through the body, um, you would release that over a course of sessions um, and usually I'd say three sessions to start mm-hmm. with. Um, and then I encourage daily practice as well in between those sessions so you get more out of them. At the beginning of each session, we, we have um, a chat where we talk about intention for the session. You know, and if it's manifestation, they're looking for you know, in, in what respect they want to manifest, what they want to manifest. And then they hold that intention in their mind's eye as we do the breath work. But what I always say is the breath takes you where you need to go so sometimes people will come to a session with something Mm -hmm. in mind and then something else comes up but then that does then have um you know improvement and benefit on their you know mental and and emotional Mm -hmm. state um which can you know lead to like more clarity Mm -hmm. i get lots of clients that like to journal after they do breath work as well um so yeah i think for that type of breath work um although people do come to let go and you know, and work on that type of thing sometimes it just ends up being a different thing that they didn't know they needed yeah, if that makes absolutely, sense absolutely um yeah so on that side of thing and then there's you know the functional type of breath work that i was talking about so things like um all the physical benefits um for that type of breath work they have a, a breathing plan where i put together different breathing exercises um that they do throughout the course of the, the day and that one they do get a plan with exercises um that i want them to do which is different to the emotional release type of breath work um, which I need to be there with them and hold the space for them in a safe yeah. way I hope that makes that clear on kind of yeah no 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 types. no absolutely absolutely because there's the, the there's the trauma one and then there's this the, the actual blocks of mindset limiting beliefs isn't it yeah. yeah okay fantastic now I know that you have an appointment that you need to rush to so I'm conscious of that for you so if anyone has um if anyone has any questions for Mel um, or anything we didn't get an answer, you can always contact me, but you can go direct to, to, to Mel on Instagram as breathgal, so breath spell as in breath, and then gal, G-A-L. Obviously, there'll be the link in the show notes as well, so you can you can 
Asmel. Any questions, you can look at her services and what she offers. Do you still do your live? You used to do a lovely live one through uh, COVID, yes, I, didn't you? Yeah, I, I know. I, I did do it through COVID and now I just do it um, once a month Maybe now. So. Um, yeah, just once a month on a Friday. And I advertise that in my um, stories as well um, and in my newsletter. Yeah. Um, and also just to say, I've just um, launched a, a quiz, a breath dysfunction yeah. quiz, which is on my um, homepage, um, just breathgal.com. Yeah. And it's just up there and it's just a, you know, really quick sort of 10 question um, quiz that you just run through to find out um, whether you have a breath dysfunction, which you probably do because about 90% of us do, but you can, um, (laughs) and then you could find out what breath dysfunction you may have. And um, uh, yeah, and then you could just ask me any questions you like really about that dysfunction. And it's something I've been meaning to do for such a long time. And I've finally done it. So I'm feeling really proud of it. And I've only just launched it last week. So I'm like, yes, finally done it. But yeah, it's just there for a bit of fun, really. But you know, I know, but I did do a lot, there's a lot of work that went into it. And I really hope that, you know, um, people could sort of go to it and just work out if they have got a breath dysfunction. And like I've said, you know, even if them doing that Mm -hmm. quiz helps them be a a bit more breath aware, then I feel like, you know, a little bit of that my job is done because if they're more breath aware, they're more likely to pay more attention to it. And then the, you know, and the quality of it. Amazing, amazing. So there you go, everyone. It's, It's there for you to have a look at it. Um, Obviously, with everything we can get into, lazy habits, whether that's posture, whether that's um, bad eating habits, but breath is such a huge one. And and I know we only just scratched the surface on this subject in this podcast in terms of mm-hmm. how important and beneficial it is to have the good breath technique. What is... I've heard a guy that's, on, that's been on Chris Evans' loads on Virgin Radio... Um, that has a book out. God, I'm sure my husband bought the book. And it is all about breath work and being conscious of breathing through your nose and on a night time, like, I think he put tape over his mouth to to train him to breathe through his nose. Do you know who he is? Who I'm talking about? What's he called? Yes, I do. That's James James Lester. Lester, Yeah, and in fact, um, I love love that you've said that because I have uh, recommended reads um, for my clients that want to learn more. And his book is now my number one recommended read because he's he's a journalist. So it's very easy reading. It's not a lot, you know, lots and lots of science and a difficult read. It's a very easy read. Um, also because he's not a breath coach, so there's no bias at all. Um, and he's his book is so fascinating. It's a really good read. It really switches yeah. on you to the, the importance of breathing well and breathing through your nose and, and the benefits that yeah. that can have to you. He's going to cover everything in that book that we didn't touch in this podcast, which is yeah. the, the, the amazing health it's benefits just, of, yeah. of breath work, which is huge. Yeah, 100%, 100%, yeah, it's huge. And also I love what you said a minute ago as well, Jude, about how important it is and in comparison to other things, because, you know, when we pay so much attention, you know, to what um, we drink, for example, and how long we can survive without water, and to, we pay a huge amount of attention to what we eat. And again, how long can we survive without food? And then how much attention do we pay to our breath and how long can we survive without breath you know seconds minutes if we're lucky you know and it it is it's just so important we might think about the the quality of the air 
but we don't think about the quantity and how well that breath um, operates within our body so I love that that you mentioned that as well because it really can make such a huge difference you know to your mental um, and physical state. Yeah I just worried that I'd manipulated this conversation <laughs> to suit my audience but I know that underlying in this the the health benefits are so so huge yeah, they you are, know, they are. even if you just go I'll I'll link um James James what's he called James Nestor N-E-S- yeah, yeah, I'll link yeah. his book in, in the show notes as well. Yeah, because, 100%. Um, yeah, yeah, 100%. My husband was raving about it when he read that book yeah. and he was like... Oh, it's so good. Yeah. <coughs> it is. He's so it conscious is. of it. He was telling me to be conscious of it. I know, I was like, but it's huge. Even you know, when I was it's running. Huge. It's, yes, and we should run really with yeah. our mouths closed and we, we can, yes, do teach and some people do that. I mean, you can do it. Well, you know, all you do is you have to... I say all you do, you have to drop your pace back and, and slowly increase as you do it. But there's loads of exercises that I give people throughout the day that makes them uh, more CO2 tolerance and it's all about it's a lot to do with carbon dioxide often people just think oxygen oxygen and it's not it's actually to do with how um, tolerant you are to carbon dioxide and you have to build your tolerance to carbon dioxide which then in turn can then help you when you start breathing through the nose um, when you run and when you breathe through the nose when you run you're actually getting the oxygen to your cells quicker which then improves your performance so this is one of millions of benefits of sleep you know with energy immunity with your nervous system your spiritual system cardiovascularly digestively you know the list literally goes on it really really does wow oh mel thank you so much for coming on my podcast <laughs> i loved the conversation oh, and me. i know this conversation could have been about three hours long so thank god you did have to go somewhere <laughs> just went on forever um, so thank you very much, Mel. Um, and yeah, as I say, anything to everything we've talked about will be in the show notes so you can all go and connect with Mel. Thank you once again. Thank you. Oh, that was such a good conversation. And as I say, it could have went on forever talking about breath work because there's so many different variations and so many reasons why people do breath work. You know, if you just look at Russell Brand and um, Wim Hof um, and a lot of it's kind of coming through at the moment in terms of how powerful it is. After the conversation with Mel and I stopped recording I was asking her about pricing um, because I'm definitely interested in doing some breath work uh, myself and Mel has kindly said that she will give um, a discount to um, anyone that's listened to this episode and the discount code is Jude 10% and I will put it in the show notes if you are interested as well. The voucher is valid until the end of the year. Have a great week everyone and enjoy whatever it is you are intentionally doing this week. Thank you so much for listening to the Unbreakable Mindset podcast with me, your host, Jude Daunt. If you have enjoyed this episode, then please do share with others. And it would mean a huge deal to me if you would rate, review, follow and subscribe on your podcast app. This will allow the podcast to keep growing and going to new audiences. And if you want to know all the ways in which you can work with me directly, please visit judedaunt.com coaching.co.uk the links will be in the show notes this break is brought to you by adobe photoshop 
If you're a professional photographer, designer, or artist, you need the tools to go wherever your imagination takes you. Cookie cutter content just doesn't cut it. But you already knew that. What you might not know is that new AI-powered features in Photoshop can help you make complex edits in seconds. And it's easier than ever to collaborate and get feedback so you can create faster and crush your next deadline. Get started for free. Click or tap the banner to head over to Photoshop.com.